Sup noobs, we are your professional casual gamers, and you're listening to Train Noobs. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Train Noobs, episode number nine. I don't know what the name of this episode is, but if you're reading it, you're probably surprised by the name just like I am because it's probably very uncreative. This week, I am joined by Michael as I normally am, and he was not here last week, and that's the problem. That's the reason why we couldn't get a good recording because there's no stuff. Because I wasn't in- involved, so without me, there is no good recording. There were technical difficulties that we ended up having. <laughs> yeah. And I have all the stuff recorded on YouTube, but it's set to private right now. Because some stuff went wrong, and there's some audio pieces missing here and there, and it was just a giant clusterfuck. So we also had rogue guests. Yeah, know? we opted to not not air it <laughs> because of the fact that we lost some audio. So it exists. We did record an episode last week, but unfortunately, due to many issues, and we did tweet about it, it didn't actually get released. So we apologize. Very few and far between. I had a lot of things happen to me on the day that we were going to record, and they were unavoidable. And I guess I can go into that really quick, right? If you have to, I guess you I guess you can. We normally talk about our weeks anyway, right? No, it's fine. No, you're what? right. You're right. What you're the right. fuck? Yeah. You're right. I know I'm right. You're right. So what, ha- so what happened that you were unable to make it? Last week on Friday, we had two different doctor appointments. My daughter had swimming lessons. And then after that, we did, oh, I had a haircut appointment and then I had to work out. But the doctor appointments were what was conflicting. And the the doctor appointments were because we found out that I'm having another baby. We haven't actually said anything on Facebook yet. So this is kind of the most public forum that we've done so jim knows now so congratulations jim (laughs) (laughs) um so that you know was kind of crazy um and we did some stuff we had to go we've been to like three or four doctor appointments already and Mm -hmm. you know getting some stuff situated and kind of just brainstorming about what we're going to be doing soon she's like 10 weeks in right now so we got uh, the due date's march 19th and so you guys are going to be hearing about all that shit up until and then right after the baby's born and then there's going to be craziness that ensues there. So um, following all of that craziness, me and Jason here, or I said should say Jason and I, we are doing some things in order to streamline the process for trans noobs so that it doesn't ever get to the point where we don't have time or energy or the ability to just throw up a show really quick. So it'll include a lot of back-end stuff that you guys aren't privy to that you guys don't need to know about. But once all that shit is ironed out, it'll be easier for us. Um, and then we don't have to worry so much about you know cramming for time because right now the whole process is taking a few hours at yeah. least every single time. And... Um, you know, in the future, especially when things start getting crazy, the shows might actually be closer to the hour mark <laughs> that we originally uh, wanted to happen. Uh, and I know that we always say that every week. Let's try and make it an hour. It never fucking works. We like it at an hour and a half. It just seems to be kind of our groove. But in the future, you know, that that is one of those things that might change just based on crazy life. Yeah. So that, that's what happened. That's 
there's a lot of things that happened to me in the last two weeks. I don't feel like talking anything about them though. <laughs> but that was the only thing that kept me away from recording last week. And I apologize to Jim. I'm so sorry, Jim. Our our one listener that we have. But he's a good ass listener, man. Good ass listener. Good ass. Except for he needs to be a patron so you can get our pre-shows. and he needs to review our fucking show. That's true. And he still hasn't emailed me. So this is the gym what segment. What the fuck, Jim? This what the is, fuck, Jim? This is the gym segment of the show. I guess so. Come on, Jimmy <laughs> the Cricket. Let's go. Get on the ball. You know how many times I, I can't. I can't even think of how many times I've told him. When are you going to give us a review on on iTunes? Since he listens to <laughs> us on iTunes, he downloads us from iTunes and everything. He gets everything done through iTunes. I've asked. I don't know how many times I ask when is the review going to come, and he doesn't tell me. And he's like, "Oh, it's coming soon. It's coming soon." And maybe, I asked, maybe he still hasn't made up his mind about us. I asked when he's going to be joining us on Patreon, and he doesn't know. <laughs> when you can start giving us money, bro. So I mean, it's just a dollar. A dollar gets you access to all of our all of our show no- our our um our pre shows, right? I think it's a dollar. No, no, no five dollars. Come on, man, we ain't. All cheap. Right, well, Jim needs to pay five dollars. Then <laughs> he needs to pay five dollars. One dollar is a virtual high five. Five dollars gives you something. Uh, that's that's. We just recorded a thirty-seven minute pre-show. <laughs> that's yeah. what, that's the kind of shit you get, man. Thirty. So for anybody else that's listening, if you are a patron for five dollars or more. We do pre-shows that range anywhere from 10 minutes to 37 minutes, and it's just a bunch of bullshit. Like, this is just stupid. But it's this fun. This one, we discussed uh, the effects and the compar- comparison and contrasts of hookah smoking to cigarette smoking. Oh, that's true. And I was wondering about hemorrhoids. Yeah, he wanted to know about hemorrhoids, too. Like, mm-hmm. I have fucking experience with those. I don't know. You sit in a truck all day. Then again, I yeah. sit in a computer chair all day, so, you know. Well, I don't... S- anyway. So how was your uh, last couple weeks, briefly? <laughs> we will briefly go over this, and then we'll dive into some stuff. Well, all right. So I really want to discuss a couple things. Why don't Why don't we do these first? The, really fast. The a couple of corrections that we didn't we didn't get to go over. I tried going over the flock discussion last week, uh, but as that kind of uh, petered out of control as far as the episode goes, with all the technical problems. Um, we may release that episode later. We don't know that yet, but uh, a couple of corrections as far as the game goes. So basically, it's a hunt, uh, um, predator versus prey type game. The flock are the predator, I guess it would be, uh, and the carrier would be the prey. And basically, the purpose of the game is you get, I think it's the max people you can get in a game is five or six, if I'm not mistaken. And everybody starts off as a flock. First person to get to the lantern gets it, becomes mm-hmm. a carrier. Right. <clears throat> the flock have, uh, I think they have a, a like a leap ability type thing where they yeah, kind of like the hunt, kind of like the hunter from Left for Dead, yeah. where you would like jump off your buildings and it, they have that kind of uh, it's that kind of a feel. It's not quite as, as severe. Whereas the hunter would like be like a missile. It's, it's a little bit shorter of a range type, but it's, it's totally similar to that. Yeah. Okay, and then. Uh, so so the purpose of everything is that the rest of the flock wants to be, get this lantern and become the carrier. And every time a flock or carrier dies, it takes a number off of the total death count, which I don't know what it's at right now. Maybe you can look that up while I'm discussing this. That's a good idea. Um, and then so the, yeah, that's the purpose of the flock is to kill a carrier. And the carrier, what they do is they just shine the light at the flock and the flock basically have one 
another base ability that if you stand still, you turn into a statue. And then that basically would prevent you from getting the light shown on you and then burning up to a crisp and, and dying. So everything that I just said is pretty much everything that happens in the game. There's no depth to it whatsoever. It's basically the flock are hunting the carrier and if you die as a carrier, you respawn as a flock and on and on and on and on. And the game lasts five to six minutes or something like that. And it's just it it cycles who can hold the light the lantern the longest. There's no uh character progression or advancement systems or anything like that in the game. It's literally yeah. just everything that I just mentioned. So if you're not interested in that, you're not gonna be interested in the game because there's no depth to it. And the things that we wanted to correct from last time was um there's only one carrier at a time. The flock only has one goal is to become the carrier. That's the only thing you can do in the game. And the carrier has the only goal of trying to survive as they are the carrier. And both of those things result in a lower count. I'm looking on their website. It says, uh, it says 215,305,493. Now I don't know if that was the original population. I could look on the old show notes to find out, but it's not going down like that. Um, that number's not like when I refresh or anything like that. It's not dynamic. It's not well, adjusting. So I don't really know, to be honest with you. I'll, I'll give you a hint uh, as to how many people are playing it right now. And I think that the reason for the mixed reviews on Steam, um, it's it doesn't seem to be doing very well. And I think that the reason is because there really is no depth to the game. It's just that one little archetype from Left 4 Dead where you're, you're a hunter trying to nail one of the humans, except for there's only one human. You're trying to nail him from a long distance. It's kind of creepy looking, but it's not the, the slickest looking game. It's got kind of a weird... Um, uh, like a weird angle that you're looking that you're your first person angle your hands like I don't know it's just kind of funky a little bit well, off for me apparently there's a bunch of bugs with the game problems mm-hmm. with it crashing and and all that sorts of stuff some frame rate issues things like that are holding the game back too now what did you say that the population is currently at two hundred and fifteen million three hundred five thousand four hundred ninety three three wait hold on slow down three hundred and five thousand yep four hundred ninety three 493. So the starting population was 215,358,979. So they've lost current, about 53,000. Current population loss is about 53,486. Now, to put this in into how pr- long? Uh, the game's been released for about a week. Uh, to put this into some perspective, the all time peak players in the flock at any given time has been 154 players. In the past 24 hours... what That's the all-time peak? Yes. 154 players? Yes. Wow, it's very, very indie. Yes, and in the past 24 hours, it's had 18 people play. Currently, there's 18 people playing 45 minutes ago. So... What? So nobody's playing. Okay, so check it out. So if... So the first week, so this game has been released for the first week. It's never going to get more players than it got in the first week. If it were to stay at that amount... If it were to stay at that amount of players and create that many deaths, it's going to take 3,712 weeks for this game's population to expire. Yeah. and uh, Which but, is how many weeks in a year? 52? 52 weeks per year, yes. That's 71 and a half years. <laughs> this, game is, that's, <laughs> this, this, this game is never going to finish. 
this, game, this game is never gonna finish. So you know so, that shelf life they put wait, on it? <laughs> Turns yeah. out it's irrelevant. Yeah, it's irrelevant as fuck. I can't believe only 18 people are playing it right now. That's yeah, kind of a tragedy. Yeah. I guess that goes to show. Okay, look, I wanted to say this earlier on the pre-show. We were talking about this. Look, I think that they made a shitty game with a neat premise and put no depth into it and released it and hoped that the premise of the expiring thing with a grand finale that we don't know what it's going to be until the finale happens. I, I think that they were hoping that that would coast the game and, and make it sell, but well, you can't sell a game that still has shitty fucking gameplay i mean okay yes but you have to be honest the the premise behind it was awesome because not only do you have the actual members of the flock you have to worry about but i also found out that apparently there are statues that are positioned around the map randomly to look like other flock so you don't know which one's the actual player which one's the actual statue so you could be walking around with a lantern and turn around and see something standing there, but was it actually there before? And then your mind starts playing tricks on you. So the premise behind it is really good. There's just no progression. There's no advancement. There's no yeah, it's reason meant to, to scare. Play. It's meant to scare, which is cool. But yeah, it's never going to end. You're never gonna, nobody's ever going to see the finale. Because like I said, for the first week, that's the most it's ever going to be played in the history of the game is the first week. Unless it goes viral for some reason. But considering that there's 18 people playing it right now, it's not going to be going viral. And, and based on the first week, that's 71 and a half years. So realistically, it's not going to end for like 300 years. This is also after Jim Sterling and Total Biscuit both put out videos basically saying this game exists. And they both kind of liked it, but because of some of the bugs, the crashing, uh, and the general population that doesn't exist, they really can't recommend it. Now, even after these channels, if they cover them, a lot of times some games will see a boost in players after those videos are released. But if you look on the Steam charts, they fluctuated maybe a couple of people, a couple mm-hmm. of different people would, would went and played this game, tried it out, bought it, and were like, nope, and probably refunded it. So now to put this into relation, the Black Ops 3 beta just came out too. Uh, and there's currently 18,000 people playing uh, Black Ops 3 beta, uh, which I'll <laughs> discuss in a little bit here. But So that's just one correction I wanted to get out of the way. Another correction was uh, way back, like, I don't know how many episodes it was. Maybe I discussed this on the last one, I can't remember. But we discussed Trick2G getting banned from Twitch. Mm-hmm. Uh, turns out that it wasn't like a three or four month ban like we figured it was. It was just a one day ban. Uh, it was kind of like a slap on the wrist. So it's it's whatever. He lost out on a couple of thousand dollars, but that's probably about it. That's extremely negligible. That's extremely like nothing. Yeah. And it wasn't just that. Like I heard that from several sources that he was banned for at least three months was the lowest I heard. So I don't know. I One day ban for being a douche like that. I think he deserved more. I don't know. I, I guess it was because it was a celebration stream or something. I'm not entirely sure, but Jesus. I don't. I don't agree with it. I. I mean, the guy's content to me. I don't care if people like watching him. You so can watch him. But when you turn 21, you're allowed to drunk, drive drunk because it's a celebration. Yeah. Yeah. He's fucking retarded. You didn't do that. No. Oh, okay. Maybe Actually, on my. I don't remember if it was my 21st or my 18th birthday, but all I wanted was tater tot casserole because that was one of my favorite foods. And my sister made it for me and something made me up and puking all night. And I don't know what it was, but my sister made it for me and I was throwing up all night long. So my 18th birthday, I think it was my 18th birthday. Wow. 
All right. So, okay. So, well, let me backtrack just a bit because I did ask you about your week and then you went right into the flock. Did you have anything you wanted to tell me about? Okay. So, with your week? So, you just want to get the corrections out of the way? Yeah. I wanted to get those out of the way really fast. I, I did right. want to cover them at the beginning of the show, but you jumped right in your week because you're so excited, which is understandable. I mean, you're having. We always get into our weeks very first. You know, you're throwing a new kid into this world pretty soon. And it just. I told you, man, I got to teach you the techniques. I gotta but teach you the, the this pull out part. I, I yeah. Well, I wasn't necessarily excited. I didn't want to talk about my week. I was just explaining why we missed the show. But we always talk about our weeks first. I'm so confused right now. It's okay. I would hug you if I was there. Uh, <laughs> there, there is no technique, man. It's not. It's not like we weren't trying. We were trying to have a kid. So, what do well, you want from me? Congr- I, I want to say congratulations. And I see you're still drinking out of your lucky pink glass. And I still, cups I, have. I still have my my mason jar. So yep. hey, good job. I can't. So so nothing for you happened. No, this week, I'm getting huh? there. No. I'm getting there. I'm getting there. All right, all right, all right. So you, all right, since it's been a week since we recorded last, uh, well, two, two weeks. weeks. Um, what ended up happening last week was I was playing, still playing Fallout Shelter. I realized that, like the flock, there's not much depth in Fallout Shelter. Pretty much once you've done everything in the first 15, 20 minutes, maybe a half hour of the game, you've pretty much done everything. I got bored too. As the game goes on, you're doing the same stuff you were doing at the beginning of the game. Just instead of 10 dwellers, you now have 100 dwellers. It's the same thing. There's no depth to it. The most fun about it is opening lunchboxes, and I'm not about to pay for those. So I scrapped that game. But I did pick up another game that just came out uh, on the, the the... Play Store and iStore, whatever the App Store, I guess Apple it would be called. I don't know. Um, Asshole it, Store. It's called Blitzcrank Poro Roundup. And if you're familiar at all with League of Legends, uh, which some of our listeners may be, some may not be, but Blitzcrank's Poro Roundup is basically, if you can picture a side-scrolling, endless runner, Blitzcrank, one of the characters from League of Legends, has a signature move where he throws out his hand and grabs something and pulls it back to him. It's called a rocket grab. He's on the left side of your screen, and you could press up above him or down below him, and he moves up or down. On the right side of the screen, there are poros, otherwise known as little cute, cute, fluffy animal things that stream across in four different lanes. Towards, hey towards are you downloading right? or uploading anything by chance? I am not. Because you're total, like, we're, we're having some uh, lag issues and it's going to affect the recording. So I'm wondering what's happening right now. I am not. The only thing I'm okay. doing is uh, recording with OBS. That's all. All right. Well, proceed. We can always fix it. Um, so, so as these things are moving across the screen, basically you're taking your character on the left side and moving him up or down to block them from falling off the left side of the screen. Because if they fall off the left side of the screen, they get eaten by a creature known as Baron, which is they the They get eaten? Yes, they get eaten. 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 Um, by a creature called the Baron, which is a giant monster in Summoner's Rift, which is the map for League of Legends, which you kill, it gives you a giant buff, and yada, yada, yada. So basically, you want to prevent them from falling off that side, but as the game progresses, you start experiencing and noticing different poros that are start coming down the screen, and these different poros, what you want to do is you want to grab them with your rocket grab, pull them in and you get gold each one that you pull in and rescue now as you get gold you can unlock new items you can unlock new skins uh there's as far as i could tell there's no microtransactions That's um, good. yeah and this game is only going to be available for a limited time 
and at the end, I forgot to mention, at the end of each level, there is a boss that you fight. And they each have their signature moves from League of Legends, from the actual game that they do in the mobile game, Blitzcrank Pour Roundup. And it's a lot of fun. It's really interesting. As you progress and beat the game, you unlock new characters you can play. Yada, yada, yada. It goes on and on. And it actually seems like a really fun game. But like I said, at the, after they reach a certain point, they're going to pull this game off the app stores. And you will not be able to get it anymore, much like Flappy Bird. Did you say what that point was? What point? When, why, when, what justifies Why they're pulling it off? off? Mm-hmm. Uh, well, it's actually correlating with the release of their arcade skins. Uh, so they have some arcade skins that they released for League of Legends. So it's like a neat type of advertisement. Just very recently, yes. And okay. But it, the thing is, it's more than just an advertisement. This thing's a full-blown game with no micro- microtransactions. And it plays really smoothly. It looks good. There's pixel art graphics what is a poro roundup poro is the little creatures that you're grabbing roundup is just mm. another way of grabbing them well of course so. poro is that like the creeps no poro uh they were introduced after you stopped Left. playing yeah okay in the aram map that they have they introduced poros which are little fluff balls that dance oh. around and then you feed them and they've got hearts above them and they get all happy and run all over the place and stuff so they're they're in this game. Now, the last thing I did want to talk about with my week, and then we'll go right into some other discussion. Um, I've been playing Diablo three like crazy. I really? Know, I don't know what it is. I think it's why just, didn't you tell me this? I think it's just the fact that I've been relaxed and I haven't oh, been playing much man. of anything really. Like I haven't played uh, Counter Strike since I went to the LAN. I haven't played League of Legends for probably three or four weeks, um, if that, if not more. But literally, I've been doing nothing but playing Diablo 3. After we're done recording, I'm going to actually go into the living room and set up uh, Kayla's computer with the TV so she could play Diablo 3 on the TV out there with a the controller. Um, All right, let me say something really quick. I'm going to cut you off here. I want our listeners to remember this moment because this is the kind of gamers we are. And this is what you're going to get from our podcast is we get really into things and then eventually we shift over to another thing. And so I think that that's one of the things that qualifies us to be able to talk about all these different games is when we get really into these games, we are committing dozens upon dozens of hours. I would say in a lot of scenarios, hundreds upon hundreds of hours we're putting into all these games. We've each got hundreds of hours into League of Legends, hundreds of hours into Diablo, World of Warcraft, thousands of hours into World of Warcraft and Counter-Strike. Um, and, oh, fuck! What? Hold hold up. It tricked me, man. My recorder pops up saying, because I don't have the paid version, my recorder pops up saying, hey, do you want to continue recording? And I'm like, I go down, hit continue recording, and it fucking pops up a second screen that says pause or stop. <laughs> so I paused the recording. Anyway, it's good to go. We're good. Anyway, I just wanted to say that this is the kind of gamers we are. We don't We don't play things... Like when you listen to a lot of other uh, gaming news podcasts, this is their job. So they have to get through a lot of games in a reasonable amount of time. So when they put 20 to 40 hours into a game, that's a big accomplishment for them. For us, it's hundreds of hours. And so I like that you um, you know, are really into Diablo and I've put hundreds and hundreds of hours in Diablo. I've been wanting to play with you guys for a long time and none of my friends are interested in it any- anymore. And the new expan- or the new uh, patch just came out. So 
I definitely want to play some Diablo with you guys. It's good yeah, to know. Yeah, and the new season just started today, the 28th of August, season four. They introduced some new gear and stuff for... Uh, Let's make some heroes, some season characters, bro. Who? What did they release? They released Witch Doctor, Sorcerer, Demon Hunter, and Monk, I think. Wizard. Wizard, Demon Hunter. Wizard, Monk. sorry. Wizard. Uh, I'm still on Diablo 2. Diablo 2, yeah. I'm getting, I'm, I'm getting her to play Diablo 2. Yeah. Yeah, she said she'd play since she's still How getting. How much does it cost so nowadays? Not twenty bucks for the uh, the base game and the expansion. I might think about playing it with together. You guys. Yeah, yeah, it'd be fun. Um, because she's really getting into like this is the only out of all of Blizzard and all of their lore for everything. This is the one game that I can get into the lore really hardcore on. It's, I will listen to each story quest. I love all the lore of all the games, but Diablo has that real dark, grungy feel that just resonates with me like crazy. I love the Diablo three. St- I'm I've been actually I've got a bunch of uh, uh, Audible credits saved up. I'm thinking about getting all the Diablo books with it because I had like this seven dollar a month deal with them, and I haven't been buying any books. Did you play through all of Reaper of Souls yet? Of course. Okay, so I we just we just finished Reaper of Souls. She finished Reaper of Souls Wednesday night. I finished Reaper of Souls yesterday. I played mm-hmm. through all of it in two nights. So yeah, you guys are way behind the eight ball, but we'll get you caught up. We well, see the thing is, is we we were going to wait until the new season started uh-huh. and play with our new seasonal characters straight through the acts all the way uh-huh. to Act Five and do Act Five just like we do do a new act normally mm-hmm. and not rush through it. But what I wanted to do is I wanted to prep my barb that went and is not seasonal anymore. Because they mm-hmm. move all those characters over, right? And I wanted to prep them and see what what would possibly be a good build to have for Barbarian. And I was still leveling him up, so I was like, "All right, let's do an adventure adventure mode, and I'll get him leveled up really quickly." Turns out I didn't beat the story mode at all in non seasonal because I only played seasonal. So I had to go through and play through starting at the beginning again, mm-hmm. all the acts. Mm-hmm. Um, so luckily I was able to get Chris to run us all the way through Act 4 um, we finished Act 4 and it threw us right in Act 5 and I'm like okay let's just quit and since it was the expansion whatever it should let us do adventure mode you can't do adventure mode you gotta be Act 5 too so I was like fuck that's when we went back and we played through Act 5 again mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so we had this whole plan planned out and everything but it didn't really exactly work out like we wanted it to but I started playing last night there's that one zone you get to and it's you go down I think it's when you're going after uh, Adria Mm-hmm. And it's so dark and gloomy down there, and there's those big demon dudes. When you kill them, they leave pentagrams on the ground, and then the mm-hmm. other ones can re- to, can um, resurrect them. Mm-hmm. That area felt a hundred percent more like Diablo two than the rest of the game did, and I loved it. It was great because everybody complained so much about Diablo three when it came out. It's not dark enough. It's not gloomy enough. It's not satanic enough because that's what Diablo was. Mm-hmm. But now. This this zone, they fixed that. They've put everything in there that ne- makes a Diablo game this is a the, fucking Diablo This is game. the new zone you're talking about? Yeah, the it's, new, it's like... The new one that they did with the patch? The, no, no, no. They, they did oh. this one with Reaper of Souls. You, oh, right, right, This right, is okay. when you have that yeah, quest to go kill Adria. So Diablo 3, like I said, I've played hundreds of hours, and I've gone through every nook and cranny of that game. There's a lot of parts that are a little bit brighter, and there's a lot of parts that are really dark, and it depends on you know really where you're at but if you go into like the hell zones where it's all shadows the whole time and there's shadow spawn attacking and stuff it's a really sick zone or you go into uh 
act uh four. the angel the angel section act you four. know and it's a little bit you know brighter and stuff but that's one of my favorite zones because yeah. it's just so the the angelic thing going on is is like my favorite i love that shit yeah so it's like i don't know man i it's i'm really excited that you're playing it though because i really want to get into it again and i haven't i haven't uh, been playing it for a long time i yeah. was really into it right before we started talking about doing this podcast i would say and I'm, then i got back into hearthstone so. yeah i'm probably gonna just go back and play a little bit later tonight cool um power through some shit i just got some new gear last night i want to test out but i also want to go make a new seasonal character so i have all mm-hmm. this shit planned and we're at when we're at work we're sitting there brainstorming about what we can do now with our characters and right. builds we could do and stuff to min max and I, I can go on and on and on but like i don't know why i never liked diablo 3 as much as i like diablo 2 but i really feel like pvp pvp and was in diablo 2 Diablo three, they're like, don't worry, guys, don't worry. PvP is coming. Well, it's coming out eventually. Don't. Okay, you know what? It's not coming out. Here's a brawler guy. You click on him, you can go fight your friends. Mm-hmm. But that's it. Mm-hmm. I love the open worldness PvP that was in Diablo two. I love the different individual uh, rooms that you can create, like, and you can make a room of eight people and just dedicate it to just PvP. But now Diablo three, they can't do it. So that was one of my biggest draws with Diablo two. And I would go back and play Diablo 2 again, but it's full of spammers and all that shit, so I'm not going to bother with it. But I'm learning to settle with Diablo 3. I just really wish there was some open-world PvP going on, because I loved teleporting all over the place with my sorceress and throwing fireballs at people's faces. <laughs> but let's uh, let's move on, because we've been on Diablo talk for a while now, and we're about a half hour into this stupid thing. And- yeah, and I've been holding back, because if you let me go, I'll, I'll just, the whole show will be about Yeah, I just so. I really wanted to cover that shit really fast, and I know Hearthstone discussion at the end is going to go overboard. Oh my god, so. I've, I can't wait to talk about some Hearthstone, man. I've been playing so much TGT. Oh, wait, what, what happened? What happened? Come on, Enoch. No, like this this whole thing got screwed up. Just control Z, man. It's I didn't do it. Did I? Yeah, I didn't do it. You did it. I you, didn't do shit. Yeah, you control Z. Nothing, dude. Nothing. Right there. Right there. You're doing it right now. You're fucking it all up. I'm I'm editing it. Okay. It's fine. It's whatever. Fucking well the show notes are all fucked up. Good job. Good job. It's all right. We'll worry about it later. Here, I I know how to fix it. I know how to fix it. No, we'll fix you, it. You, you, no, you talk. You talk. You talk. Well, I was gonna go on to that one. There we go. Fixed it. Don't all fuck right. with it. So this was discussed in the last episode, but obviously we couldn't. We couldn't. Wait a second. Uh, Did you miss something? Huh? You missed this. Oh my god. You missed it. How could I you? I did. I did miss it. All right. Well, did you hear it all about it? Not until you told me in the pre-show. All right. Patreon.com slash train noobs. Yes. If you go to the pre go to Patreon, you can get our pre-show. But <laughs> 37 the, fucking minutes. I think we already said that. Holy YouTube, shit. YouTube just launched their YouTube gaming. Uh they made it to compete with Twitch. Uh the thing is, is that with Twitch, it's like it's like a Wild West type thing. You go on there, you could put any kind of copyrighted copyrighted material that you want up. As long as it's not saved on their servers, they don't care. If you're playing Hallelujah. it, yeah. If you're playing it, they don't care. As long as you don't save it on their servers, they don't. They don't really give a shit. So basically, anything goes on Twitch. 
YouTube Gaming comes out and says that they're making YouTube Gaming because of the fact that they wanted to compete with Twitch. Initially, when Amazon bought out Twitch, what they planned on doing is YouTube tried buying them out, but was beat out by Amazon for the bid. So Amazon won Twitch, or acquired Twitch, I should say. Uh, Winner! Now, YouTube made their counter to Twitch, which is YouTube Gaming. But the thing is, is with YouTube, is they say that regardless of the inf- whatever you do, pretty much do not stream anything as far as copyrighted material. If you do, they will pull your channel down, and uh, I don't know if they'll block you from streaming again, but they'll definitely take your channel down uh, temporarily and basically slap you on the wrist and say, stop hosting copyrighted material. Is it just me, or are they missing the entire fucking point right now? They're missing the entire point. Uh, a lot of people think that this this is what's going to do them in in the end, uh, but fucking retarded. I don't I don't understand the purpose of doing that because the whole point of streaming is to bring out individual personality. Now, if you're streaming a game, it's copyrighted material. There's music that's copyrighted in games sometimes. Mm-hmm. But that gaming that game is licensing licensing. I can't speak tonight. Is licensing that music to be in their game. There's a song that's in Far Cry uh, Blood Dragon, that that retro Far Cry game that came out. It's like an mm-hmm. 80s movie or whatever it was. Well, Chris ended up playing it on my YouTube channel when we had our YouTube channel. And I got an email notification probably about a, two months ago at this point saying that this, this song, whatever song it was, I don't remember, some shitty soul song, it, it was in this, in this video and... I wasn't allowed to generate revenue off this video anymore, basically. They pulled all my, my revenue sharing on this one video. Granted, it only had a couple hundred views, so it's whatever. It's not like it's a big deal. Um, so I just I deleted it. But I went in and watched the video because I didn't, I didn't record it. It was Chris that recorded it. So I went back and I played it and I watched it. And he's in this uh, helicopter going around shooting this fucking minigun. And in between the shots of the minigun, you'd hear about a three to four second blurb of this song. And then it'd go back to because he's shooting this fucking minigun. And he'd stop for a second and listen to music and then it'd shoot again. Their their copyright system, either somebody reported the video, which I highly mm-hmm. doubt, right. or the copyright system automatically picked up the song and flagged it. Now, here's the situation. If they could do that... Now, granted, this was posted uh, 2013, I think it was. And in 2013 to now is it is actually a little bit more than two years because it was posted in July. So, a little more than two years, this video has been hosted. And YouTube has now, just now, pulled this shit down. Like, I, I don't understand the purpose behind doing that. The whole copyright thing is so infuriating because um it's free advertisement like you have to pay for somebody to advertise your shit in 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 the real world you have to pay for somebody to get it out there to talk about it to like it to play it to whatever and instead of paying somebody who would might maybe fake that what they're getting in in this in in Twitch and in YouTube what they're getting is they're getting people who genuinely love it so they're really passionate about it they're loving it they're talking about it for fucking free and on top of that, all of these people 
I would say 99.8% of these people using this product or these or these these things are making zero dollars. 99.9%, let's say, yeah. making zero dollars. It is really a needle in the haystack pe- uh, person who is actually making money off of this. And those people that are making money off of these games are generating so much hype about these games that it's way worth just letting them play it because you're not losing money. They are not taking money from that game developer's bank account and putting it into their bank account, okay? They are making money because they are a personality who is excited and passionate about something, and they are turning other people passionate and excited in into that game. They're making them passionate and excited about that game yeah. as well. So they are making those companies more money. So these companies are doing this whole copyright thing, taking making it so that we can't stream it or play it or anything online, and they are losing player base and followership because of it. Yep. They are only hurting, and it's impossible for them to see this because all the fucking high-ups see when they're sitting down at the desk is money, and they think, oh, look, this guy got 4 million views on this video. We should have gotten a cut of that. That's all they think. They don't think about how many of those 4 million people went and bought their game. They might get how much money from the $4 million cut, maybe 100 bucks. How many of those 4 million people went and bought the fucking game? Way more money's worth than than they would have gotten from that one fucking video that well, they took down. I think they'd get more than $100 off of 4 million views. I but was being... Your argument, you know. your argument is still valid, yes. I 100% agree with you. Now, being when we had the YouTube channel, uh, Jason and myself, we were running that and actually uploading content and stuff to it. Uh, when we were doing all that stuff, we actually were going out to contact indie developers because we knew indie developers wanted exposure. They wanted mm-hmm. you to put their game on your channel. They wanted you to play through their game so that maybe they can get more sales out of it. So we always, always, always contacted indie developers way before we contacted any kind of AAA publisher. And on top of that, you made me think of this. How much money and manpower does it cost for these fuckers to hire people to go after these these kids who aren't making hardly any money off of this? It's costing them money and time and effort, and they're hiring employees specifically for this. What if they trimmed all that fat, said, play our game, we are not going to worry about it, that's going to get, that's going to create less uh costs for them and it's going to create a bigger fucking player base and fan base for them on top of that it's a fucking win-win it's you know, a perfect scenario of a win-win while we're oh, on I'm so mad while we're on this discussion real quickly i just want to touch on the fact that what you mentioned is pretty much the policy that's behind nintendo mm-hmm. right as nintendo cannot you cannot unless you're authorized by nintendo you cannot post any content at all on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, you will get a takedown notice, which is dumb. Because how do you expect to sell your games then? Of course, your Nintendo. Obviously, that's going to help. But the only other method is word of mouth or positive reviews. And, and obviously, you- TV advertisements too. But think about how many people out there that would be playing your game, posting them online. It's basically free my viral marketing. Uh-huh. It would it would generate dozens of millions of 
of viewership that was never existing before. Dozens Dozens upon dozens of millions of people would watch a Nintendo game be played. And if you got 1% or if you got 0.1% of those dozens upon dozens of million people that just said, oh, you know, that game looks really cool. I'm going to go buy a Wii U. 0.1%. Their scale, their sales would just be so much more strong than they are now, just by doing that one thing. And on top of that, they aren't getting any money from YouTube right now because nobody is posting anything on YouTube that has Nintendo content. Yeah. So they aren't actually generating any money. So check it out. Just open up the floodgates and say, hey, go ahead and do it. We're already not making money. We're going to continue not to make money. Let's see how much sales go up when we start to get all of this content, all of this content out there and all of these eyes looking on it. I just... It just doesn't make it's 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 the epitome of ignorance. So I just can't handle it. About the whole not making money thing, just like how fun, the new Final Fantasy VII remake's not going to make any money because they're changing the fucking combat. They're taking away our Final Fantasy VII battle system. Um, there was a poll that was released about uh, Final Fantasy VII, and it was released. I believe it was a it was a Japanese website or like a, a magazine website. It was some sort of a like a gaming news website, and they released it uh, this poll to these gamers, and uh, they asked five questions asking what they would like to see in the new game. And uh, I wanted to talk about this because it got me really thinking about all the different scenarios and what I would like to see in the new game. Um, like changed is is what this question was. So let's. I'll start uh by the lowest percentage is the 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 number five spot is the gamers were asking for enhancing or improving Yuffie's scenes. So or, if you don't or Yuffie if you pronounce it that way, but I always go by Yuffie. I always said Yuffie too, but maybe yeah, that's just there's a lot of people that, that pronounce it Yuffie, but uh, whatever it doesn't. It's the whole tomato tomato. I mean, who fucking really says tomato though? Right. Come on. Well, so anyway, uh, if you're not familiar, if if you've played Final Fantasy VII, you know what we're talking about right now. But Yuffie is a, um, it, what's that fucking Easter? She's an Easter egg character that you can mm-hmm. get uh, within Final Fantasy VII. You go into this uh, specific patch of forest out in the big uh, open world, and you just run around until you run into her, and you kill her, and then you have to do you a very specific. You, don't kill well, you, her. you you beat her. Yeah. You defeat. You defeat you her. Beat her really hard. You beat her up. You defeat her, and you have to. You have to answer every single line of dialogue. You have to retort in the exact right method, and then she'll join your party, and she'll be a permanent member, just like Cloud and Tifa and Barrett and Sid and Red and everybody. By the way, Red is like the fucking most badass character. In no, there, right? Red always gets switched Vincent, out of the party. Vincent's badass. Red, I don't know, man. I love them all. Dude, they're so fucking. It's cool. always no. It's it's always going to be Cloud Barrett. Uh, who is who would I actually use? Vincent would always be in there. I'd always try Vincent's to have Vincent cool. and and uh, Tifa. I think those are, those are always like my go to. I think every once in a while I'd use Yuffie or Yuffie. The only one that I but. ever didn't use very much was Kate Sith. You remember him? Kate Sith was one of the most random but yeah. fun characters that you could play. He's kind of like Queena in Final Fantasy Nine. Uh, if you ever played, you have, have you played Final Fantasy IX? I, ne- I, I, I never beat it. I okay. got like halfway through. I never. But you beat know, it, you know, who Quina is right. One of my sad Quina? regrets. Qu- Quina would be Qu- probably Quina. Mm, I it's can't visualize it. It's, it's been since f- I was a kid. The fat. Oh thing yeah, yeah. With the, that the, chef's hat, like, the tongue. Yeah, the chef's hat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, okay, uh, she's a blue about. mage, but every she basically had an ability that you had to eat an enemy in order to mm. get that spell. Yeah. So you it, like if you ate Cactuar, you'd get the ability Thousand Needles. Right. So it, it was it's pretty neat, but I, otherwise I characters <laughs> basic basic attacks and everything from her did no damage. Oh shit. Or him. It was a him her. It, it had no gender. It was an it. Yeah, it had no gender. But All right, well, let's move on to the regardless. next thing. Um the the next question that they uh so oh anyway, enhancing or approving Yuffie's scenes was 9% of the total votes. Uh 11.2% of the total votes went to enhancing or improving the game's ending. Now, I fucking loved the game's ending. I don't know what you could enhance or improve about it. Other than the graphics, you I don't think that I want the, that shit touched. Probably the plot holes and continuity that ends at the at, that is at the end. Now this is just a hundred percent assumption because I've only seen the game beaten one time, and oh it was God. not by me. I did not beat Final well, Fantasy VII. I must have beat it like forty times. When oh, I, was a kid. I beat it about forty times every day. So oh, we're not talking about the same thing. No, we're not talking about cock rings right now. So. <laughs> So I I beat Final Fantasy VII a lot when I was a kid, and I loved the ending. And uh, it's it's an integral part to the story. And for them to go and change that would be devastating to what Final Fantasy VII is. And I'm not sure why Final Fantasy VII fans want the ending changed. And I'm also not sure why they want a couple more thing, uh, one more thing on this. I'm not sure why they would want. But why do you think that they would want the game's ending changed at all? Like I said, unless it's something to do with con- continuity or plot holes that happen in the game, which I can't, I can't elaborate on because, like I said, I've never beaten the game, so I can't tell you exactly how it. I can't remember how it ends because I've only seen it one time, and it was years and years and years. It was probably close to ten years ago I saw it beat, and it was only because Kayla ended up beating it while I was over at her dorm when she was in college. So it was one of those things that unless it's it's something for continuity or something along those lines, that's the only reason why I think that they would want to change it unless they wanted to end. Is there an ending FMV in the original? Um, there's a bunch of clips. I can't remember because if there's not an ending FMV, maybe they want an ending. Maybe. I, I, that's fine. Just don't change the storyline. You know, don't change... What happens? I agree. I agree. But if they don't change now, looking at it, Devil's Advocate, maybe add to what happens, but don't let that affect the story. Devil's Advocate, if there was some kind of scenario where the people behind remaking it square would somehow want the story to change so they can make new sales, right? Because if it's the same game. You have a possibility of having your sales decline because it's the same game that was already released. You might have some people out there that go, but I already played Final Fantasy VII. I don't want to play it again. If they're not changing anything, I have zero interest in it. They're wrong. And I agree because Final Fantasy VII is a classic game. But that's why maybe, maybe what they should be doing instead of remaking Final Fantasy VII, make a Final Fantasy VII II Kind of like how they made a Final Fantasy Final Fantasy X two, make Final Fantasy seven two and have it be a continuation of the storyline. 
I could take a continuation of the storyline. I'm still nervous about that. Though. And then <laughs> change the combat system. Do everything you want to do. Fuck the game up for all I right, care. Right. I don't because care because you're, you're not screwing up the base shit. You're not screwing right. up Final Fantasy VII. You're screwing up Final Fantasy VII two. Kind of like how, uh, from what I hear, ten is a hundred percent superior to ten two. It is better, but I played and liked both of them because I'm not a super picky person to begin with. But I, you know, I I beat both of those games. Yeah, you're I love freaking ten. out about the combat system being changed. Don't change my Final Fantasy VII battle system. <laughs> Goddamn children on your stupid live action combat. So the next thing uh, that was on the list was 13.5% of readers wanted full voice acting. Yes, of course. We want full voice acting. I Every, think everybody wants full voice acting. That shouldn't even be on there. That's, I mean, that's, we don't even need to discuss that. To have full voice acting in Final Fantasy VII would be a fucking dream come true. That'd Currently, be amazing. right now, as of the current age of gaming that it's in, I would be surprised if it was if there was no full voice acting. If there's no full voice acting in games that come out now, unless they're indie games, if they're AAA games and they don't have full voice acting, what are you doing? Voice acting adds such a huge dynamic. You, it's like, what are you doing? It's it's like, what are you doing? <clears throat> That's what I'm saying. What are you doing? What are you doing? If you what don't, are you doing? You know what, what I mean? Doing? Like, okay, for example, here you go. Guild Wars 1 versus Guild Wars 2. Uh-huh. So much more shit in Guild Wars 2 is being voice acted. Right. But that's because when Guild Wars 1 came out, they didn't have the funding behind to put behind full voice acting on everything. Right, but Guild Wars 1 was so fucking classic. Anyway, oh, let's move on to the next the next topic. Go ahead. Yeah, not, go ahead. Not, not next topic. No, wait, the, next, how many, the next point. How Do we know how many people were actually interviewed for this thing? Uh, not very many. Only 89 people. This was this was on their this was on their website or news thing or whatever, so you know about a hundred people and this is what these people were asking for. So they could be very mistaken. But the reason I wanted to talk about this is, despite that fact that it was eighty nine people, there's a lot of good things on here that I would like to see and that I wanted to talk about. God damn it, Jason! God damn it! Redo. Do you notice an issue? What? Look at the look at what I bolded. Yeah, I see that. So you're going from lowest to highest. You had the highest right here. I know. Well, I don't know how that happened because all I did was maybe I typed it in wrong. So the next one we went will go from thirteen point five percent to twenty point two percent. And on the show notes, it's a little bit wonky. You guys will see it in the show notes. Um, from thirteen point five to percent up to twenty point two percent, the readers wanted to add more mini games into the gold saucer, which I think that's an obvious. If you're making a remake, if you're making a remastered version of Final Fantasy VII, add some more badass mini games. That was one of my favorite parts about Final Fantasy VII. I don't was know, the gold saucer. I loved it. I don't know how much time you actually spent in the gold saucer, but pretty much I went Too in much. there. I went in there and I'm like, chocobo racing. This is fun. Okay, I'm bored. And I, I played all the I played all the games. I don't know why. I was really young when I played this game, and I loved it. I mean, this game came out what 1997, so I was nine years old, and I loved the Gold Saucer, man. I I play. I spent lots of time in there. So, uh, but the next, the last part, uh, which is hugely controversial, is 32.6 percent of these 89 people wrong. Want 32.6 percent of these 89 people are wrong. Are wrong. They want to add an Eris Lives storyline. Spoiler alert: now, she dies in the actual base. Spoiler game. alert: Sephiroth skewers the fuck out of her. Now, <laughs> now, now, listen. This is not something I want touched in my Final Fantasy VII 
because I love Eris and it's sad when she dies, but it's like taking a super sad movie that gives that has a super sad plot and then that plot spins off these characters into more stuff without that thing happening it changes everything from that point on oh god I like can't, I, can't, I don't even want to think about it i can't think of a good example but the first thing i don't know why the first thing that came to my head what was, if simba did not die in the lion king i was trying to think of a really sad moment <laughs> in a movie that i actually what's cri- better than that that i actually cried in you didn't cry when simba died or not Simba, but Simba's dad. I didn't give a dad. fuck because Simba's he's dad? he's animated. I don't really care about him. the The first thing that popped into my head when you said I it's like cry. changing a sad moment in a movie. Now this might be because it's one of the most recent movies that I watched that had something really uh-huh. depressing at the end. But it was Fast and the Furious Seven when they did the tribute to Paul Walker at the end. I bawled like a little bitch. I cried so hard. Um, and yeah, it's, we, it's like if you were to take that and they have they didn't if they didn't put that in there at all like mm-hmm. they didn't follow up that character in the movie like if they didn't follow up his storyline at the end of uh, Fast and the Furious 7 you know what i mean if they didn't follow that up and he kept driving with Vin Diesel at the end you'd be like well then how why is he not in the next movie if you didn't know for whatever reason you live under a rock you don't realize that the actor uh, died in a car yeah. accident which is Really ironic, but anyways, uh, any anyway, rather, <laughs> uh, it, it's it's like if you were to do that instead, it doesn't make any sense. You cannot, you cannot take out. I mean, okay, on the one instance that they might do it right, maybe they add it as you have a possibility to save her somewhere along the pl- the gameplay it's optional if it's optional i might be okay with it depending on how they do it i don't know man like it's obviously a heart-wrenching section in the story i just don't but you're supposed to feel that you're supposed to feel yeah, that, that it's part that of the heartache because you're supposed to feel for cloud and how he feels and that's what these games moment. are they're an interactive story yeah you know and it gives you this it gives you this like I don't know. It just gives you way more depth in the way that you feel about Sephiroth, the way you feel about Cloud. Like personally, Sephiroth is my number one favorite villain in any scenario ever that I've ever had in my life. Any game, any movie, any cartoon, anything. Sephiroth is like the number. He's the most badass in my opinion. But what about the Nazis in in Medal of Se- Honor and Call Sephiroth of Duty? Sephiroth would own all of them, man. He's the ultimate badass. And well, of course, you just if he up- weren't. To kill Eris, if he weren't to kill Eris, he's a lot less of a badass, right? Like, he's just like... Sorry, I'm laughing at my own jokes. Sephiroth does not have mercy. Oh, wait, no. Would it be Shell? What what would you put up to deflect bullets? Would you Uh, use Shell? Barrier? No, reflect. Just reflect. Reflect is magic, though. Yeah. You can cast magic on your other party members. Yeah, but bullets are not magic. I'm saying if Sephiroth were to fight Nazis... it, if it would be barrier. It would Nazis. be barrier. Yes. Okay. There's magic barrier and there's barrier. Yes. yes. All right. That's what I thought. That's what I was trying to get. Because there's shell. Barrier. There's also shell. How, how, how weird. Barrier. Like, barrier. If you do yeah. that, the face and the and the voice as soon as you're getting shot at, I want to see that. Barrier. Like some guy comes up to you on the street just to, 
Well, all right, I don't want to talk about that. That's a sore subject. Magic barrier. You kind of look like Jack Black. <laughs> <laughs> Can't you see? He's the man. Let me. Okay, I can sing Jack Black, but I'm not going to. So let's move on to the next topic because we're we're killing it today. Um, lot, by killing it, you mean about. like we're almost at about an hour. I know. Let's let's keep going. So have you been watching Twitch? <laughs> How are we Dark supposed Souls? to do an hour show in the future? How is this going to be? Possible? We're not. We're not Fuck. going to. We're My baby's going to gonna be crying in the background, and Katie's going to be like, help me! That's your fault. I told you you should learn how to pull out. <laughs> now, have you been following Twitch Plays Dark Souls at all? Uh, I have been following it via the news, but I haven't been able to watch it recently. All right, so... This was posted last week. This is these are my no, these are our notes from last week. So I just wanted to briefly touch on this because some of this stuff is out of date. But Twitch plays Dark Souls. Just I put in here recently went turn based, but they did not recently. It was a week and a half ago went turn based. Basically, they were they got tired of people and trolls in Twitch chat putting. They don't in want it to take one and a half years to beat it. Yeah, counter <laughs> counterintuitive movements and stuff in the game. So basically, what they did is they implemented a turn based mod. Excuse me, that would read Twitch chat. And interpret those controls and commands that they put in, have the character do them, and then take a brief break. Now, every action is tallied up, and one with the most votes at the end of the delay wins, and that's the the action that's completed. Whether it's rolling, attacking, moving forward, backwards, left, right, whatever. It's all entered in, in the text in Twitch chat. Now, chat also has the ability to enter commands that will modify how the mod functions. You could either raise or lower the delay. Uh, so basically, you can, make, you can make the delay longer up to like 55 seconds or shorter up to like, I think it's 20 seconds. And that's to accommodate for the Twitch, the, the lag between the stream and when you actually see it. Um, there's also Anarchy Democracy mode, which basically decides if it stays turn-based or if it goes back to like every man for himself type thing. Uh, like how it was before. And then they also have a baby steps slash auto run in their quotes. Uh, basically decides if Twitch chat manually manually has to walk forward when they're not doing an action or not. Um, so far, as of this path, as of since we wrote these notes, they were able to kill the asylum demon, which is in the tutorial zone. And feedback's been mixed about it. People say sometimes you're cheat. It's kind of like cheating. You're cheating the system because it's not how Dark Souls is meant to be played. But then you got other people that just say whatever. Otherwise, the game is never going to get beaten. So. It makes sense for them to implement this. <clears throat> now, I checked today, and it turns out they were actually able to beat two more bosses. There was a Minotaur boss that they were able to kill. Now, I haven't played Dark Souls. So I don't know what these bosses are, what they do, what they look, really look like. I only see pictures of them. So, I guess I do know what they look like. But there's a Minotaur one, and then there's some gargoyles that are on the, uh, a ceiling. And Twitch chat has managed to beat both of those as well. I don't know how far hard those fights are, but... It is an achievement for Twitch chat to actually get this far because nobody, nobody pictured them getting this far. So the the jump from Pokemon to Dark Souls is kind of fucking crazy. It's huge. Like because it's you went from one of the easiest, simplest games to the most difficult. Pokemon games, really. is is essentially a turn based RPG. Right. Every every motion that you do can be interpreted as a turn based action. You, you know what I would have loved to see Twitch do. What would Final you Fantasy love seven. to see? <laughs> Final Fantasy there's, Seven. There is a Twitch plays uh, Diablo two actually. But imagine Final Fantasy Seven would totally work. It would totally work, dude. I'm curious now. I'm gonna actually search that Twitch plays because I'm 
you know, I was watching it. There was only 18 people watching at the time, but they were, uh, they were do like, it was just pretty much one guy doing all the commands, but still it, it was rather interesting. And I don't know how many people they have watching now. I'm going to try to pause this fast enough so we don't hear it on the stream. Um, but it was, it's really interesting. Uh, the fact that they're doing this. There's nine people playing right now, and it looks like they're in Act f- Four. It looks like, from what I can see, it looks like they're in Act Four. But it looks like there's only, there's like I said, there's only nine people playing, and they're playing a. Uh, How many nec- people viewing it? They're playing. Or is that nine people? Oh shit! There's uh, they're playing a necromancer, um, like a, a summoning necromancer. That's like nothing, man skeleton necro whatever you want to call them but huh. it's it's basically one guy putting commands in tw- into twitch chat and eight other people watching him put commands in but it's, it's really silly. interesting I, I have a feeling we're gonna see more of these come out and and people doing these a bit more but final fantasy 7 who do be we interesting tweet? who do we tweet about this i don't know we could do it ourselves let's figure it out wait we, we couldn't set up twitch plays final fantasy 7 sure we could I didn't. I don't have the know how to do that. That's what I'm saying, though. We'd have to we'd have to do some research and figure it out. But I'm you sure you think I got the time to. for that. You think I got the time for that? Yeah, you what have plenty of time while you're driving in your car to listen to podcasts about people talking about how to make Twitch plays. Stuff. My car. Oh, I blew out another fucking tire on my trailer. Is that too. one of the things you didn't want to talk about? Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm done talking about it now. Um, I also I also came up to a pile of 15 deer in the middle of the road and I had to slam on the brakes and the drive cam caught me and it looked like I ran right over two deer but I actually didn't run over them but my boss is like how did you not run over these deer it looks like you ran over these deer I'm like dude I, I swear I didn't look at the truck there's no damage there's no blood nothing I didn't run over the deer all right <laughs> <laughs> so then all right well I so that's that this is gonna be a good segue man so did you you use Windows 10? I use Windows 10. Did you know Windows 10 so stopped right supporting now. old copyright protection? I'm going to stop sor- sorting supporting your copyright protection, man. Uh so any old game that you have that depends on safe disk and secure ROM DRM methods are basically not able to run on Windows 10. Just to give a few examples, we're talking like G- uh, GTA 3, Battlefield 1942, The Sims, um some that I didn't write down, so like old Splinter Cell games. Mm-hmm. Uh, stuff like that, like any old game pre, uh, what would this be like two thousand, early two mm. thousands, will not be able to be played on Windows ten. But they basically came out and said that their old DRM methods, secure ROM and safe disk, had possible loopholes that allowed vi- uh, exploits and viruses into your system. So how hard is it to just fucking patch this so that's, that we can play our old games? That's my question. But basically, one of the guys said that if you could play it in Windows, they really haven't changed much in Windows 7 to Windows 10. But if you were able to play it Windows 7, you could probably play it Windows 10. But that's the thing. Couldn't you just patch those couple of exploits that were there if there were any exploits? Now, I don't know about you, but Windows Or 10, make some sort of a super secure emulator that you're playing these games inside of, right? Or that. Yeah, you could always do like some sort of sandbox mode that these games play in. Like if they're safe disk or secure ROM. Now, here's the other thing. I don't know if you're familiar with it, but Windows 10 actually forces mandatory updates. They do not give you the, the option to opt out of updates. Now, you can uninstall them, and you can decide when you install them, but you will install them. 
go ahead and look it up. Basically, I'm just looking right now because I'm I'm shocked. Like I, yeah, go, I'm, I'm auto updating just because I want to auto update. Go, because for the first time in my life, I have a legit version of Windows that I got for free. So yeah, go updates are available. We will automatically install updates when you aren't using blah 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 advanced options. Let's see. Choose how updates are installed: automatic or notify to schedule restart. That's it. You'll, you'll be asked to schedule a restart to finish installing updates. Updates won't download over a metered connection. Give me updates for other Microsoft products. Defer upgrades. You can defer more. them, but it will always it will always come back and say, "Hey, you need to you need to install these updates." So you'll always get updates for Windows 10. So basically, so it always downloads them. Yeah. And you have to schedule them. Well, that should be changed, I imagine. People will probably... Like, I can't... Like, it's they been argued are, since it came out, though. It's been argued since Windows 10 came out, and they pretty much stated that they're not going to change it. Now, I don't know how much effort and force that people will have to put behind it to actually get that like that, but... I wonder I if know. it's a pirating thing, because usually when you pirate, because I'm very well-versed in this, when you pirate a Windows, uh, you just turn off the updates, and then you're good to go. You know, I wonder if it's to help combat that. Yeah. Now, I just do I do want to let you know that uh, you are kind of slinking off of the webcam. So people that oh, are Oh, that's right, because you zoom. I forgot that you zoom in all yeah, funky. People that on are my watching webcam, on... On my webcam, I'm on there, but you do this weird zoom in thing. There you go. I capture the center of your webcam. That's all I do. Right, but you zoom it in. You you crop the my edges, I, so I can't. That I can't count be as like, zooming in. That's just cropping. <laughs> yeah, you're zooming in. You're zoom. You're fo- okay. Sorry, you're focusing on the center. Yes, I'm focusing in. on where your fucking face should be, not Focus your shoulder. On your goddamn cock ring. All right, we don't discuss what's in your bedroom. All right. <laughs> There's a bed. I just bought apparently, a new bed. I bought one of those hybrids. Babies. So I bought one of those hybrid mattresses that's got like Tempur-Pedic on top and 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 springs on the bottom. Is it solar powered? It's uh, Sealy powered, and it's. I it's, make the it's worst really... fucking jokes. <laughs> <laughs> that was so awful. What would be solar powered about it? I wonder. I don't... Like, tell me this: what would be solar powered about my bed? <laughs> I'm so waiting. We all right. <laughs> Like the springs, they they automatically like no, it automatically help, they help they help me hump. No, it's in it's it's to inflate, make your bed firmer or softer. It's so now it's an air of, mattress. Yeah, it's well, it's kind of like the uh, Tempur-Pedic. Uh, Good autom- thing that automatic. I have a window things. in my room to get all that solar energy going onto my bed. <laughs> I just figured you'd actually mount somehow you'd mount panels outside your window facing the sea, the sky, and you'd have run a cable in through your window to the mattress and it would do something maybe like, it's generate a bed that, that generate hugs the me bed back to bounce. or something maybe, i don't know but maybe it wraps the blanket around me and hugs me that's remember, part of remember how you were asking about my week it's a nice bed remember how you were asking about my week and i, I, oh, I are we gonna start you, talking about our weeks like in the middle of the I show i told now? you no 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 no, no 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 this is just really <laughs> quickly it's just i, I we this happened we were at taco bell we were getting ready to leave and they handed me a drink. Taco Bell. And discover was, the difference. God, can you just shut the fuck up? <laughs> they they handed me a drink, and it was a large, looked Baja like blast. A, looked like a Coke. We asked for a Baja Blast. I handed it back to her through the window. I said, "Hey, this is not Baja Blast. Can I please get Baja Blast instead?" That's what we asked for. She said, "You know what? Keep that drink. I'm just gonna dump it out anyways. So if you want it, just take it with you." 
here's your Baja Blast. Gave me Baja Blast. So we got two pops. Win. That's what I thought, too, until we started driving off, and I pulled in the parking lot. You got another Coke? I pulled in the parking lot. No, we got Baja Blast. I pulled in the parking lot, and we were eating our our Captain Crunch Cinnabon Delights. You were eating in the parking lot? Yes, because we eat on the way home. I I usually get burritos, so it's usually they're handheld, and I eat on the way home. Right, but but you stopped to eat? We stopped to check our shit, like every other normal person does. They stop. So you're eating while you're checking your stuff? Yeah, we well, be like eating the burrito and be like, where the fuck is my burrito? <laughs> oh, it's in my hand. <laughs> no, no, we get Cinnabon Delights. If you've never had them before, the little tiny balls, you probably deliver them. They're little, I don't deliver. I don't deliver Taco Bell. Well, they're little tiny. You deliver to Cinnabon, I heard they're good. Though. I don't deliver to Cinnabon. I thought you used you to think deliver to Cinnabon. I deliver cinnamon rolls to some of the places I go to. Well, anyway, anyway. <laughs> Cinnabon delights are a treat. They're treated as a dessert at Taco Bell. They came out with new ones that are Captain Crunch Cinnabon delights. It's genius. It's so fucking American. They're too. so delicious and <laughs> so bad for you. But we got them and we were eating them in the parking lot while we were looking at the rest of our stuff to make sure we got the rest of the burritos and things like that. So while I was sitting there, I'm like, all right, let's try this pop. So I took a sip of it. I'm right before I took a step of it. I looked at I looked at Kayla and I was like, "I swear to God, if this is a diet coke, I'm gonna go back over there and throw it through the window. I'm gonna be so pissed off." So I take a step of it and it's free too. So I I have no reason to be salty about no, it. No, you do not have any so reason. I, <laughs> I took a step of it and I'm like, "Oh God damn it!" And it was it was diet coke and I knew it. And I, she wouldn't drink it. I wouldn't drink it. So I was like, "All right, I'm just all gonna right, dump it right. out." Let me tell you something right now. Hold on. Let You're, me finish my story. No, 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 no. You're wrong. Because Diet Coke is the only way to go, in my opinion. No, now, it's not It's not the sweet reason, enough. The reason that I feel like it's the only way to go, well, personally, I don't like super sweet things, but if you like the feeling Then of, you wouldn't like Cinnabon Delights if, either. If you like, well, I can do like a bite, but I can't do like a whole drink of, like, I just there. don't like. Okay. The, the reason I don't like Coke is it leaves that fucking sugary, Film. soury, filmy, feeling all over your fucking mouth i mean it you might as well have the kool-aid man jerking into your mouth because it is so fucking gross dude. got that it is so gross. man the coo the yeah i'm I, I, sorry i had a little stroke there <laughs> <laughs> anyway so we're sitting in this parking lot i just finished taking a sip of this and i looked at her i'm like you want this she's like no i'm like all right i'm gonna dump it out say so open my door i start dumping it out and i cap it up and i put it back over in the cup holder and she throws it away from me in the trash bag that I trash bag that I keep in the car. And I looked at her and I go, all right, we better leave before they look over and they see that I was the one that dumped this out. And I made this stupid fucking laugh (laughs) and she, she lost it. She laughed hysterically. (laughs) I can imagine you're in the car. And that made me laugh. (laughs) And then that made me laugh. And she goes, I just wasn't expecting it. And I, it was, it was, we laughed almost the whole way home about it. This is one of the reasons why uh, our listeners need to watch YouTube, Jim. <laughs> uh, that's one of the reasons why, actually, if I'm not speaking about scripted stuff, usually whatever I'm saying is a little bit more funny. Like if I'm dealing with a real world situation, I'm usually a bit more funny in the real world than I am going, hey guys, did you hear about Final Fantasy being changed and stuff? It's not as funny as going out in the real world and hearing me do stupid shit like laughing like Dude, a fucking hyena. We're not we're not here to be funny. We're here to give these peop these fine people the fucking news. We're here to entertain shit. No, we're not here to fucking entertain. You're wrong. 
You've been on the whole wrong level the whole time. Well, then I'm not. I'm not gonna be on the podcast anymore. I can see your true intentions. <laughs> Inside your oh, speaking of uh, being out and about this week, I went to IKEA and saw your chair, and it looks like a piece of shit in real life, dude. But did you? Sit it in looks it? so cheap. No, I didn't sit in it. It just looks so cheap. How did you go to IKEA? Look at my chair, and then not sit in it. Why would I sit in it? It looked like shit. It looked like I would break it. But okay, well that's true. <laughs> you fuck. Well, what do you? How much? How much do you weigh? Well, come on, lay it out there, man. How Let much the world I know. I weigh, I weigh one ninety eight, two hundred pounds on a good day. I wish I weighed two hundred pounds, man. This chair's weight is meant to. Weigh, I think it's meant to support like five hundred plus pounds. It just looked not comfortable to me, so I don't know. The only downside anyway. to it is it's a little narrow. So your butt, your butt doesn't have where my camera's at. My butt doesn't have that much room to sit on. I'm, I'm a, a big guy, big but I don't have a big butt at least, so that's good. I got, I got what we call a McMurray butt, which is a non-existent one. Well, uh, uh you know what, you know what's really cool. Hmm. Uh, I'm wearing a shirt that I made. Yeah, let's see the back of it for the YouTube. This Jim, is really Jim. You know check how, us out. You know how hard this is to line up. Hold on, just let me do see it. if I can do this. Just wait, do it. Wait. Do a squat like. Uh, yeah, hey, it looks good. No, go up a little bit higher. Tur- twist, go left. Twist it left. Now go. Now move left because you're off center. You're off center. Move. No, that's fucking right. <laughs> now twist again. Twist again because you were no. Twist the other way. No, no and I'm flatten out your back just a little bit because you're you're twist a little bit more to the left. No, you're almost. We're almost good. Perfect. He made that, guys. He made he made that. No, your back's probably cramping up. So that was so difficult to do, dude. I'm a nerd. I don't squat. <laughs> like nerds can work out too, bro. Like I, you know those ex, you know actual squats. Like I was, yeah. I would sit there and I'll try to do, I'll try to do the. Uh, wait, wait, whoa, 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 whoa. Oh, like a squat with no uh, weight. Yeah, that kind of shit. Okay, I was like, that's not how you fucking do squats. <laughs> that's because I can't do them. You did great. What you need to do is like basically pretend you're trying to shit in a hole. You gotta stick your butt way out. You gotta stick your butt way out, <laughs> way out. And you you basically you don't want to get it on your ankles. You don't want to get that shit on your ankles. <laughs> so, so you gotta go down deep, dude. And it feels like you're gonna fall over, but you, it just takes practice. <laughs> but you gotta practice not shitting your pants because that yeah. has happened Mo- before. Yeah, well, I shit my pants last week. It was fucking horrible. We weren't going to bring that up in public, but since you did, I can talk about how I got really sick right before I fucking got to my store, and I shit my pants just a little bit, but enough that I had to throw away my panties. Enough that I, like, I had to throw I like away my panties. Too. Yeah, it was horrible. I had to change in the middle of my fucking route, change my panties. I'm in the fucking the bathroom, like fucking naked with shit everywhere. <laughs> you know, it was horrible. <laughs> I could just picture that too. Like you're every, just covered head to toe in <laughs> diarrhea, corn covered shit. Look, this is the bottom line. Every every adult has shit themselves at one point or another. Okay, and if you haven't yet, you will. No, all right. I got. I have a story for you about shit. All right. Fuck these show notes. I don't give a shit anymore. <laughs> Quite literally, I don't we're, give a shit. I think I think we're almost done anyway. This so is, fuck it. This has turned into the poop podcast. Poop show. So I was staying at my uncle's place, who actually has a place out in here in, in Pennsylvania that uh, we go to, uh, or we used to go. Well, okay, we still do go to it. We just haven't been there in a little while. But either way, um, I'm probably 10, 15, 10, not 15, 10, 10, 12 years old, somewhere in that ballpark. And I had, I went to bed 
I just felt horrible. Like that that pain that you get down here whenever you mm-hmm. have have you know your ass isn't working right, um, or it's about to start working on overflow. Yeah, yeah. Like you just somebody just Overload. turned the valve on. Yeah. Just- so pretty much, I was laying in bed and I just had these horrible cramps. And the next thing I know, it just smells like shit, and it's everywhere. And I just start. Wait, wait, wait. The smell is everywhere. The smell. Or the shit is everywhere. There's a big fucking difference right now. That, both. <laughs> both. So you didn't say that. You skipped over that. You shit I figured yourself. it was pretty self-explanatory when I said <laughs> I went to bed and I felt like my ass was going to lose control. All right. <laughs> you didn't say you shit yourself. You just said it smelled like shit everywhere. So anyway, I wake up and I just, I smelled and I, I everything, ever just, ugh. And my ass was like on fire and all this stuff. So, you know what the first thing I fucking did was? Had a popsicle? Mom! <laughs> I just screamed at the top of my lungs for my mother to come in. And she just, she came running in to shoot the door open. And she goes, Oh my God! <laughs> Oh my god, what's that smell? I'm like, hey, poo my face. <laughs> I was so I was so upset. Oh my god. You know the worst part about this whole Travis. It's like walking, it's walk, walking through a door into a wall. <laughs> oh my god! It was <laughs> it was. And then literally, the worst part about this whole this whole experience. Wasn't the fact that I ruined those clothes and they had to get thrown away. It wasn't the fact that I was embarrassed about shitting all over the place in my cousin's bed. It wasn't any of that stuff. It was the fact that I had my favorite goddamn dinosaur blanket that I just shit all over. And it was terrible. I loved that goddamn blanket. I don't know. I think we tried washing it and we was couldn't get the classic sm- sharding we, scenario. We were couldn't you get the to, smell out. You, no, I wasn't you, trying. I don't know fart? what the fuck I was trying to do. I was sleeping. Oh, you just and the woke next up thing with I knew, I was woke. I woke up covered in shit. Oh, kind of like man. how you accidentally shit your pants and we're standing. That's in the really embarrassing. Bathroom. You probably shouldn't have told that on the podcast, bro. I don't really probably. care. I was twelve. <laughs> <I'm just kidding. laughs> I, I shit really... my I shit my pants last week, and I'm telling you not to tell that story when you're twelve. <laughs> you know how many times I probably had up the back shits when I was a child. I can tell you the one time I was out playing basketball and I had to poop so bad, but I refused to go inside because I didn't want to stop playing basketball. So I was wearing fucking track shorts or something and i'm like probably pushing eight years old at this point maybe seven and i'm like well, all right whatever i'll just i'll just whatever just... wait you and purposely I, pooped in your shorts i purposely pooped in my shorts i took <laughs> i took my tidy whities and i did this whole shuffle thing where you you pull them out a little bit and then i just feel this roll down my leg <laughs> And these these two this little is not normal normal kids do not do this. These two little rabbit turds rolled out of my pant leg, and I just kind of kicked them over like they were dog turds. Oh my god! You guys are so lucky that they were consistent. Like they were they were you, little tiny rabbit. That's oops. that that's the only time in life that you're hoping for rabbit. Well, I guess you're always hoping for rabbit turds. That's pretty good. But I mean, you're you're very lucky. I don't know. That There's sometimes that I just want to poop a log. Yeah, you never well. had those times. You just feel so terrible. You just want to go shit. A giant arm-sized turd? No, you just like know it's there. Like you feel like there's a softball in your gut. Every time you sit down, it pokes you in the in the stomach. Yeah, oh, we're we talking about something else. 
I don't have any problems with things poking me in the stomach when I sit down, though. <laughs> Mr. Eight Inch Dick over here. All right. Well, maybe we should get back onto some news here. I think we've got what? We've got two more things. Uh, all right. Well, we got 10 minutes to cover it. Fucking hey. All right. So, really quickly, uh, <laughs> I will tell you about this. Uh, this new crowdfunding thing. It's let's, called Fig. Yeah, let's shift gears again and go right back to uh, the, the normal people discussion because I didn't like talking about poop enough. Well, well, speaking about poop, Fig is a new crowdfunding <laughs> thing uh, similar to uh, Kickstarter or Indiegogo. But what this thing, what this is doing is it's different because the, the people who back it or invest in it or give money to these projects also get a cut of the sales. Um, it is going to be for now a very, very exclusive thing and it's kind of negligible, uh, for any normal person, but at the moment only accredited investors with at least $1 million in net assets can join in and they have to invest at least $1,000. So this is only supposed to be like this for the next few months, but as of right now, you have to be a millionaire to invest in anything on fig and then they plan on opening it up to all regular gamers. Now, it did mention that there was lots, look at the article, there was lots of, you know, stipulations about how much money you're going to be getting back and all that kind of stuff. I'm sure it's like some sort of a percentage-based thing based on how much money you're donating. If you are just trying to get like a game, I believe that they have an option where you're not investing, you just pay for the game as well, but don't quote me on that. Um, they, in addition to the the investing method that they have where you can make money off of it they're using a curation model where basically they are looking at these things with the fine tooth comb and on the board that is looking at at these on the curation board is a lot of really successful kickstarter people um from some really successful successful um campaigns that have gone on with kickstarter and indiegogo so they're very knowledgeable people as far as getting things done on kickstarter because the reason that they want to make sure that these things are curated is that they're bringing you top-notch things that will get produced and will go live and then they will be supported because that's a big problem with Kickstarter and Indiegogo and stuff like that is these guys do these goals and they meet these goals and then they don't make anything or what they do make sucks and then they don't support it and blah, 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 blah. So they are attempting to make sure that there's only going to be good stuff up there and at the moment, what they're saying is there's only going to be like one or two projects running at a time. Now, this is for um, this is for games pretty much exclusively, to my understanding. Um, but only a couple things at a time. Yeah, right now you have to be a big investor for it. But it's interesting to me. It's an interesting take on it. Personally, it sounds like it's not. It's like it might flop. It really needs to be uh, supported. They're trying to tackle the big problem that Kickstarter and Indiegogo have right now, where people don't get anything out of it if these things don't come out or if they flop or if they're no good. They've just lost their money. And if these things come out and they make a bunch of money, then they get a little cut of it and you get five bucks every six months. I don't know. It's better than nothing. What do you think about this whole new crowdfunding platform? I mean, I don't I don't necessarily know that it's needed. I mean I don't know. I, I don't have too much experience with Kickstarter or Indiegogo. I never touched any Indiegogo at all. Uh, and I just backed I swear, my, Judge, I did not touch it at all. I just backed my first Kickstarter campaign, which is a D20. I just backed D20. right into it. It was a D20. Yeah, D20 What's dice. D20? Oh. It's dice, 20-sided dice. 
kind of like this. Right. I know what a D20 is. Yes. Kind of. <laughs> I'm glad I hit you and not the webcam for the, for the YouTube recording. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, you said it's not you don't think it's needed. I don't think it's a, it's a discussion of what's needed. I think that they are trying to get it's a big it's a big uh, booming thing right now. The whole Kickstarter scene. And they're just trying to get in there. But they're just trying to they're trying to put their own spin on it. And I just think it's a little bit too exclusive to where it might not yeah, work. They, the the you, beauty of Kickstarter is that there's so many things out there and they're exciting and and it's only be doing like two things at a time. Yeah, you said you said you have to be an accredited investor. What, what for the is first that? few months? For the few for the first few months, you need to have a million dollars. You have to be a millionaire, and you have to invest at least a thousand dollars into these things. So basically, before they open it up to all of the regular gamers. <clears throat> if I'm understanding correctly, then what they're basically doing is they're only opening it up to people that could actually afford to do this. Correct. And then at the moment. And then yeah, if that continues to function or work correctly, then they open up to everybody else. Seems like it. Bless you. Nice mute switch. Yeah, basically that's. I mean, it's it's a little. It's odd. I don't know if it'll work. I'm excited to see where this goes. I'm excited to be yeah following the news on this really because if they come out with them, but the whole the whole discussion about Kickstarter in general is kind of it's an iffy situation because uh, these people are using our money to make the games. It's. I don't know. I guess it's fine because you're getting a copy of the game, right? So you're just you're basically pre-ordering it and you're getting special incentives and then by pre-ordering it you're helping them make the game. But uh, you know, everybody's just it's a little bit of a sore subject to talk about, I guess. Yeah, we'll have to see how it plays out, but I think Kickstarter pretty much has the the market cornered. Uh, like I like I said, I don't know too many companies that actually go to Indie Indiegogo for funding. Mm-hmm. There might be a few every now and then, and there might be key differences between the two websites that I don't exactly know what they are right now. But I feel like Kickstarter does everything mostly correct for the most part, and if they don't do anything correct, having competition, like I've said before, is not a bad thing because then they uh, can correct it. So unless it's YouTube gaming, that's fucking retarded. Yeah, which we already discussed and, and <laughs> ad nauseum. But why don't we talk about the last thing that we have to talk about every single podcast from now on? Hopefully, maybe I don't know. Unless we spin off something else. But at, as of right now, we're gonna get into some Hearthstone now. Yeah. So if uh, this is your Hearthstone warning, if you don't like Hearthstone, you probably could turn it off. Yeah, but go donate to Patreon.com/slash Train News before you do. Please don't turn it off. No, don't turn it off. Listen, Hearthstone's a great game. You're a fucking loser if you don't think it's a great game. Well. (laughs) All right, so let's talk some TGT. So have you played it at all in the last two weeks? Because we haven't. That's the thing. I launched the game. I'm like, yeah, I got packs. And I opened my packs. And then. Oh, yeah. I want to talk to you about this. I got the two legendaries. And, you know, I got some epics and rare Mm -hmm. and a ton of rares. uh, And then, of course, all the commons and stuff. And it looks like I've gotten most of the sets. Mm Mm-hmm. There's only a few sparse cards here and there that I didn't get. Um, I think I dusted about 70 cards. Okay. Um, so you probably got enough dust to make another legendary? No. Not quite? No, I got... I think I probably have like 800 dust. Okay, so you're pretty Seven, close. 800 dust, something like that. Did you, du- did you dust all your golds? I did not because I really actually like some of those golds. All right. So well, if, if you were... I'm a bitch. You were serious, I'd much rather keep those golds than I would... Uh-huh like to have a legendary because a legendary if, isn't going to make me better uh it, it allows you to 
it allows you more variation in your in your deck building. Golds definitely do not make you better. No, they, the, but they look so <laughs> fucking cool. If you were ever serious you, about getting, you getting more cards, you de- did you those see goals. fucking gold wrath though? Uh, yeah, I've seen plenty. I, mostly it was streaming because I de all my gold cards. Gold Unless I've uh, wrath is awesome. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of cool gold cards for sure. Like, the one that I keep is uh, Azure Drake, because that's one of my favorite cards, and I've already got two of them. I use it in everything, so I keep... I have, like, an Azure Drake, and that's it. But, but I get rid of everything, and I have most of the cards that, as a result. I cannot tell you what I actually pulled, because I didn't really pay too much attention. After I started mm-hmm. getting a bunch of them, I started just kind of cycling through them really quickly, <clears throat> because I kind of started recognizing them from the picture, and I was kind of like, mm-hmm. okay, whatever, I, I got a ton of these already. Like, I got... Oh fuck! I, what's the two four with Wind Fury? Is that what it is? Two four with Wind Fury. I think it's two four with Wind Fury. Well, I'm I'm loading up my Hearthstone right now so that I can tell you the the cards, the legendaries I got. And um, I <clears throat> what what the fuck I'll was it? it up. Um, he's a taunt, evil. Uh, what? What's his name? Evil fucking. Are you sure it's got Wind Fury? I can't remember. All right, so when, the other when one that I have, the other one card that I have is evil something or other, and it has is it taunt. A class, is it a class specific? No, it's not. It's not a shaman card, is it? No. So you got, um, I don't. I mean, there's Dragonhawk Rider. That's a new TGT card. That's got. Let me look wind it up. Fury. That's that's a three three for three. Inspire gained Wind Fury this turn. So I don't know. You find out what card you got. You've got, and I will. I'll tell you guys. What's the one type evil? I'll tell you. Type type evil. Yes, that's evil? it. Dragon Hawk Rider. That's the right card. That's the one. Yeah, that's <clears> the one I just said, right? Yeah, that's that's the one I pulled about six of. Okay. But no, the other one is evil. Something. Well, let me tell you the the legendaries I got. You said you've evil got heckler. you. Which ones? Which which legendaries did you get? I can't remember, but Evil Heckler is the other one that I pulled a ton of. Um, right, so that'll happen. You'll pull lots, but the legendaries. I'm not gonna. Really I'm over. not gonna open up my Hearthstone because it might override anything that I have with That's my fine. OBS. So but I got. Um, let me type. I in, pull- let me type T- TGT legendaries in Google and see if I could find it based off of the picture. So you go ahead and discuss. Out of packs, I pulled Ada Starkbane. She's the three mana, three, four. Whenever you target this minion with a spell, deal three damage to a random enemy. She's really badass because she's a three drop for a three, four. And if you are using her in a, in a deck that uses spells or buffs that you can cast on her, it's huge board removal to be able to do three damage. Uh, FYI, it does not work with Inner Rage. I just tried it in a warrior deck and it didn't fucking work, which Inner Rage is a spell and I targeted her with it, so I don't know why it didn't work. Okay, so I think I got... I know I got Sky Captain Krog because yeah, yeah, that's right. because it's charge. Yeah, you could look up your tweet actually, and you got one other one. Yeah, um, uh, it's not Skeleton Knight. It's not Ice Howl. It's not Bolf Ram Shield. I don't believe it's Gormok the Impaler. I think it's just a Car True Heart. No, 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 no. Uh, Fiola Lightbane. I think is who it is. Whenever you target this minion with spell, gain divine shield. I'm looking shield. at it right here. Yeah, so you got the other you got the other <clears throat> sister to my... I got Aidas Darkbane, and you got Fiola Darkbane. Lightbane. Yeah, and so what yours is whenever you target a... Or yours is a three mana, three, four. Whenever you target this minion with the spell, gain divine shield. Yeah. So she is typical... She, like, she's kind of the one that is not quite as excitable as Aidas Darkbane, just because the three damage to a random enemy is pretty interesting. That's really but, fucking strong. But um, um, 
I don't know. There's probably potential for for Fiola like in some sort of a uh, Blood Knight deck where you're well, taking her her uh, Divine Shield over and over or something like that. I don't know. So what anyway, legendaries did you get really quickly? We got to so start I, wrapping up. Well, I got Aedas Darkbane. I got uh, I pulled Nexus Champion Sarad, which is a five mana four five. Inspire, add a random spell to your hand. He's which a really, is really good. Cool. He's a really good card. I pulled I pulled two Justicar True Hearts. Oh, which look is a six, at you. Well, I bought extra packs on top of the fifty bucks. So, um, she's a six mana six three battle cry. Replace your starting hero power with a better one, which is a persistent effect. So, for the rest of the game, you've got a new hero power, and it's basically double the power. Um, and then with my dust, I cr- oh I I pulled a Varian Rin after I crafted one, so that sucked. But I crafted a Varian Rin, which is the warrior ten mana seven seven battle cry. Draw three cards. Put any minions you drew directly into the battlefield. And then I also crafted a Chill Maw, 7 mana, 6, 6, Taunt, Death Rattle. If you're holding a dragon, deal 3 damage to all minions. I'm working on building a Dragon Warrior deck, is what, I'm, is what I've been working on for a while now. Um, <clears throat> right now, I've devolved into a new deck called Fuck Face Hunters. Um, isn't, wait, hold on, isn't Dragon usually played with Priest? Isn't that the big thing it, right now? Everybody's got dragons. Yeah, but Priest Dragon is the is the right now the one that's working like pretty good. Yeah. But uh Priest uh Warrior or Dragon Warrior is a thing too. I'm just trying to make it work. And I'm also trying to make a Taunt Warrior work. But I'm I'm really frustrated because I'm playing at the lower levels right now because I haven't had too much time to ladder and I'm playing against a lot of fucking face hunter and and uh and uh lock um Zulok and stuff like that, but the face hunter is really fucking annoying, and so I made a deck called Fuck Face Hunter, and it's got like all taunts in there and bolster, and it fucking crushes face hunter, but it doesn't do very well against everything else. So I'm just messing around right now on ladder. I'm having a good time, um, and uh, really, what what I'm mostly having a good time with with TGT since we're talking about TGT is watching the streams, man, seeing these decks that these people are coming out with. I made my own deck. Uh, I didn't look. I I had kind of a a rough feel for a lot of what the paladin decks are doing out there because they're using that new Murloc card where it's uh yeah Murloc Knight uh, it's a yeah. four mana uh three four with inspire summon a Miranda Murloc which which I, makes me want to make a random uh, makes makes me want to make a uh, Murloc a din the cool thing with this is you don't even need to make a Murloc deck a Murloc paladin deck what what I made was I made a deck that used those and then it used the the other card that's a three mana three three inspire summon a um summon a silver hand recruit or whatever and all i'm doing is i'm dropping these things down on the board i've got some buffs to make them a little bit more powerful and i'm flooding the board so easy i'm getting like all my silver hand region so right silver hand region it's a three it's, three mana for three three mm-hmm. her plus Jessica <clears throat> true heart so i'm getting two tokens out and then i'm using two um Jessica true heart get upgrade your hero power right that's the one yeah yeah, yes. yeah, and for Paladin, so, it makes you cast two tokens. Oh, I thought it was a 2-2 two, two you get. No, it's it's two one ones, And so I've been playing, you know, two of the uh, the 5-mana two, the 2-5s that buff your your guys plus 2 damage, your Silverhand Recruits plus 2, plus 2, plus 2. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I've just been flooding the board, and it was a lot of fun. So I'm going to play around with that a little bit more, but really, I'm I'm really focusing on, on Warrior. That's what I'm going to really be focusing on uh, for the most part. I'm going to... Do, I'm gonna try and make a taunt warrior and a dragon warrior, and then from there I'll probably you know make a couple of their fun decks. Right now I'm having a lot of fun with that paladin deck, but yeah, I mean, I watched, that's uh, where I'm at with TGT. I watched Total Biscuit play an inspirational mage, is the deck he called it. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Pretty much he just took mage and he threw all every single inspire card in that he could put in. 
oh, and went in and pretty much destroyed pretty almost everybody that he went up against um, with just Inspire. And if you play him in the right order, the, yeah. the combos that you pull with these cards with just pinging something yeah. is ridiculous. Like, yep. Justice Card Trueheart, you, your ping deals two damage then. Yep. So... It's fun. I mean, it so makes far... Me, it makes me want to try it, but so far I haven't gotten a chance to try it. So far, TGT has been a huge hit for me. I've been really excited about it. I like it a lot. But uh, do you have a question for me this week? So, yeah, it, it should be a very basic question. Yeah, that's fine. <clears throat> because I, I watch streams and I watch Crip when I'm at lunch at work and stuff like that. So it just... And I've played the card before, but it makes me curious. Outside of... I had the number, the name written down of the other one. Um, outside of the Soul Priest that you could play, what is the reasoning behind playing a Zombie Chow? The reason is board control in the early game. So it's a one mana, two, three, and it contests pretty much every one drop um, with some very weird, rare exceptions. Um I mean, it pretty, it pretty much takes out anything. And also, you're playing it on turn one, hopefully. And so in the beginning of the game, what you're doing is you're just trying to control the board. And that two mana two th- uh, that, that one mana two three trades with like all the one drops that they could have possibly dropped and most of the two drops it'll trade with as well. And so if that, if that uh, zombie chow dies, it's no big deal because they're still at full health. So you're not even healing them for the five health. They won't go above 30. So really... As long as you're drawing it in the very early game, it's all about the board control. Uh, you're getting that early game dominance, and you're not even end up healing him. The hard part about Zombie Chow is when you draw it later in the game, it's Which pretty much a dead do. card. Yeah, it's pretty much a dead card. <clears throat> a lot of times you don't want to heal. Now, this the, the thing is, is that it's okay to put in a deck that's heavy control that has huge heavy-hitting finishers. So, like... If you've got big creatures or if you've got Alexstrasza where you're setting the health to 15 and stuff, you can really work around this drawing the zombie child in late game a lot easier for sure. But if you're playing something that's got a kind of a low curve, low power minions, you cannot afford to put zombie chow in there. So a lot, what a lot of people are doing now with TGT is they're putting in gadgets and jousters, which is a one mana one, two, and it jousts, which if you're not familiar again with what joust is, it draws, it reveals two cards from each person's deck. If your card is a higher mana cost than the other person's card, then it gains plus one, plus one. So it theoretically could be a one mana two, three without the heal five drawback. So, it's it's a good play it's a good replacement for zombie chow if you're yeah. playing a control deck with really high cost minions. That's a common too. Yep. So I probably have some of those. Yes, you probably do. Okay. Well <clears throat> I am pretty much done. Are you are you golden or what? I think we're good. Kinda nice and short Hearthstone discussion this week, but that's cool because I would I, I would just rather go and play it. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, somebody's dead. There's a fire. No one wants this not who's <clears throat> dead. All right. Well, that's going to wrap it up for us, guys. If you liked what we did, please go check us out on Patreon. Like Mike said, put five bucks in, you get a pre-show out of it. Ten dollars, well, you get all the pre-shows that we've done, and yeah. all the pre-shows from. Well, you have to keep you have to keep giving us money every month. You get a five dollar five dollars gets you a pre-show every week. Um, yep, yep, yep. At least that we remember to record it. <laughs> yep. And if we don't, you just bitch at us, and we'll say, "Hey, man, what do you want from us?" Yeah. Pre-show is worth way more than five bucks. All right, bro? You're getting a steal. <laughs> Especially five for bucks 37 for 30, minutes. For 37 minutes. Can you imagine what it would be like to get a blowjob for 37 minutes for five bucks? I don't pay five dollars for them. I get them for nothing. For nothing? Yeah, like I get nothing for... 
I pretty much get I mean, nothing for five dollars right now. Pretty, pretty much the pre-shows are like a blowjob for your ears. Okay, for only five bucks, it's a great deal. Go get it, Jim. I'm fucking tired of waiting. Um, but at ten dollars, we get our own private voice over IP server, and we can go play mm-hmm. some video games with you. At yeah, least so I, I will, because Mike will be out driving most of the time. This let me stipulate: this is not a milestone goal. If you are a ten dollar a month backer. Uh, you have access to the VOIP, so the, the TeamSpeak or Mumble or Ventrilo, whatever we end up hooking up, and we will all go play games together. Whenever we're on playing games together, me and Jason will be in that VOIP, and you can play with us. Or That's I'll be is. on by myself playing because Mike's always out driving, and I'm always at home on my computer, lonely like a nerd. <clears throat> well, what we've been talking about is I'm probably going to end up getting... A gaming laptop and maybe uh, you know playing on my uh, playing some Hearthstone in the in the hotels. Yeah, whatever. Because you know we'll we'll jump in. We'll with uh, with our patrons. We'll play some Heroes of the Storm. We'll play some Diablo. We'll play some whatever the fuck we want to play, bros. Let's get our gaming on. Yep. So go check us out on Patreon. It's patreon.com slash train noobs, all one word. And if you have any feedback for the show, please hit us up on Gmail uh train noobs at gmail.com please go check us out and review us on itunes jim uh so it gets us out there if you like what we're doing um share the word tell your friends share us on all the social medias you can check us out on the social medias by going to our website trainnoobs.com and scrolling all the way to the bottom and everything's down there just click that button down there whatever stupid media you use to connect with your pals and friends and Post pictures of your children and and newborns and everything. Then go go do that. I don't know what the fuck you're doing, but go to that social media, share it with your pals and chums and 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 things, and we'll all get together and have fun. And the show will uh, it will it will be on a whole new level pretty soon. We have pretty much ironed out most of the kinks, and we're just finishing up little small things, and then. We are off to the races with uh, getting getting all sorts of listeners, and we're going to get our milestone goals starting to get reached, and it's going to be a lot of fun. I can't wait. Yeah, start streaming hopefully, the show. Start, hopefully, you know. uh, hopefully you liked all of the uh, poop jokes we discussed. Uh, if you did, hey, you know what? Awesome. If you didn't, we don't really care because we'll still oh, probably yeah. still discuss poop anyways. Friday night we were going to record, but then I got called in to work, and I was going up and I was telling my buddy about my pot about our podcast here and he's like oh cool you think my son could listen i'm like no how old is your son 10 i'm like no your son can't listen i'm sorry <laughs> i had that i had that buddy on my facebook ask about that too my yeah. buddy or my son plays minecraft and and, and counter strike or whatever he said and uh, can he listen to your podcast is it vulgar no. No. no no it's completely vulgar and you cannot have him listen to it he will be scarred for life yes unfortunately but yeah go check us out traindoobs.com Trainnoobs at gmail.com. Yeah. Twitter's at Trainnoobs. Facebook is dash slash slash Trainnoobs. Uh, it's on the website. Go check out the website. Fuck if I know, man. Unfortunately, some idiots have already taken Trainnoobs and on some of these on websites. Facebook. Not on Facebook. I thought just, just Twitch. Just Twitch is the only one that's not Trainnoobs. Why don't train, we have Trainnoobs train on Facebook then? Trained underscore noobs. We do. You just said. It's Trainnoobs. I just have to think about it. I just, there's a lot of. I just, no, I don't know. <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks for checking out episode nine. We'll be back next week for episode 10. Hopefully, Mike will be here. Later, noobs. 
Thank you for listening to the Train Noobs podcast. Visit us at trainnoobs.com where you can find links for all of our social media. Join us again next time and have a pleasant day.